Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Hippocratical. Uh, my name is Param, um, and with me I've got uh, my friend Scott. Hi, Scott. Hi, Param. And uh, hi, I've also got my Aditya here with me today. Uh, hi, hi guys. <laughs> Aditya seems very excited to be here. Very mm-hmm. excited to talk about. Um, I am. I am today. I'm thrilled. Okay, so um, today we're going to be discussing something that's quite topical and uh, very heavily debated um, in the world of science, and it's about a genetic modification. Um, so Scott's going to be leading this, um, our debate today. So Scott, do you want to give us a little bit of an introduction into what the stuff we're kind of going to be debating today? Yeah, sure. So two weeks ago, a news article uh, by Conversation, which is like a, a news company, was published, and the question they asked was should we genetically edit the food we eat? Uh, and they are, and it says uh, that they asked two experts about this. So as Param said, genetic modification is always in the news and that's an example of it. So I think it's really important to debate it. So for those of, our, uh, those of you who don't know what genetic modification is, um, it's basically where you alter the, uh, alter the genome, which is all the DNA of an organism so it, it changes a characteristic in an organism using artificial methods. So after the organism has been modified, it has a new, uh, a new trait about it. And uh, this, can, uh, this can be good. This can be used for like positive purposes, as we'll see. However, there can also be, uh, neg- you can also use this for bad, depending on who you are. So it is really quite a controversial topic. So uh, genetic modification, uh, bit of background here it developed uh, a a few decades ago when scientists were able to remove some of the dna from bacteria and add a gene to it and an example of this is the insulin gene from humans and that and then after that the bacteria were changed and those bacteria with the insulin gene were able to produce human insulin which is really helpful for diabetic people so now uh techniques have improved a lot such as crispr crispr gene editing so uh, the question is for this podcast: Is genetic modification ethical? So uh, we can we, we can definitely see here that there's uh, some uh, pros associated with it. For example, uh, as mentioned before by Scott, uh, we were talking about the insulin uh, gene that we could uh, obtain from genetic modification quite easily, which is definitely uh, beneficial for many patients as well. Uh, but Along with the pros, we also see a few cons associated with it as well. For example, in many plants, genetic modification can lead to monoculturing, uh, which is one of the factors that can uh, lead to a lack of variation. So uh, I just wanted to hear what you guys think, really. What what, what do you uh, think, Scott and Baron? So I think we should talk about some of the positive aspects of this. And I overall, I do think that genetic modification is more beneficial in plants. And that links the four pillars of medical ethics, where I think that beneficence and not non-maleficence is overall done in, in regards to genetic modification for plants. And an example of this is, is how you can genetic mo- ge- genetically modify foods like rice so that they contain vitamin A. And in poorer, less developed countries in the world, this is really, really important because it can help whole populations who can only eat 
who can only get rice, it can help them to get the vitamin A that's required by their bodies so that they don't go blind because uh, vitamin A deficiencies can affect eyesight. So that is a really beneficial effect of genetic modification. And that's, I think that outweighs any cons of it. Yeah, so I think when we're talking about plants, it's a much more simpler conversation than with other things such as animals, because fundamentally plants don't have a central nervous system, right? They're not, they can't feel pain, which kind of gets rid of the ethical dilemma of of non-maleficence because we can't really harm the plants. We're not really harming them by doing, by genetically modifying them as they can't feel pain. And like Scott said, um, rice, golden rice, it does so much benefit for so many people with not really doing any harm. So I think for plants, it's a much simpler um, issue. There's not, I would, I w- there's still some um, ed- ethical issues with it in terms of kind of like um, messing with uh, the creations of nature, altering them, which some would consider unethical. But generally, I think it's okay. However, where it starts to become more of an issue is when we move into the world of of animals and humans, where these creatures can actually feel pain. Uh, and when it comes to animals, I think it's a whole different um, idea. I think that genetic modification in animals violates a lot of the pillars of medical ethics. So if we start with autonomy, you know, whether whether or not animals deserve autonomy, different people will tell you different things. In my opinion, I think they do. I think that um, genetically modifying uh, animals can sometimes can cause pain and 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 harm the animal. Which I think, even though as doctors we treat humans, I think it's still in our best interest to take care of of all uh, living beings. So that's the, that would be my first point. Um, however beneficence so obviously it doesn't it doesn't cause benefit to the animal but it can cause benefit to humans for example um we can genetically modify animals like goats to produce human antibodies in their milk so that can be necessary to fight against disease um so you could argue that um you know harming the goat is doing a greater good for the greater number of people you know like a utilitarian approach so it depends on what you um think and then non-maleficence again like i said it does harm the animal but it depends on how many humans you're saving i guess so i think i think your original point was actually that that was from a more environmentalist perspective i'd say but i'd say in in contemporary society for what it is right now of course it's ever changing but um the fact that you are kind of uh just as, as gen- general, like if, if, if we start beginning to take into consideration uh, how, 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 is, how is this animal going to feel if this happens, then surely, surely we are also, we, we, we cannot do, do like killing, killing, slaughtering animals for, for meat and like ham or beef. And that's, that, that poses almost like a false dichotomy. It can't be both ways, can it? Surely, surely if we are able to butcher an animal for, for dinner, we should also be able to genetically modify an animal for uh, whatever. And yeah, that I, I kind of I, I can kind of see both sides of the argument here once again because obviously uh, this technology is very is very powerful and like 
you, you we've seen like uh like numerous occasions like uh animals like cows having like end up having massive udders as a result of genetic modification which is simply like really painful for them but at the same time do we do, do we put do we put our our happiness above them is it i think i'm leaning towards the more utilitarianist uh, viewpoint here but yeah it is it is it is it is a tricky one for sure so overall i do support i would support genetic modification animals because um because i do think that there is a greater benefit um like you can do so much with genetically modifying animals and param you mentioned the antibodies in the milk so that can be really beneficial for fighting human disease but there's also other things like you can get the goats to produce uh, the material in spider webs so that you can make uh, protective gear for policemen, for example. So there's so many. I think there's so many benefits to it. And yes, there are uh, there are aspects to it that some would find uh, quite controversial. However, uh, I think that the overall benefit you can get from it is is um, makes it ethically viable. So it looks like quite a lot of us are like. Definitely for plants, we're unanimously in favour of it. But in, in animals, it becomes a grey territory. But what I'm interested to see is actually how, when we change it to humans, this argument is, it, it, could it be potentially flipped? I don't know. Well, what about that? Um, well, I think that once you take it to humans, which is a whole other level, I think that the issue becomes even more controversial. So with regard to humans and genetic modification, the things to think about are like designer babies for in science fiction designer babies are basically where you take a human being in the womb and alter its genes that it so that when it's born it has like abilities such as the ability to fly the ability to breathe underwater and that's science fiction however it sort of does seem that that uh, that biologically that is a possibility in the future with genetic modification so i do think that that is probably not ethically good uh, because it can get into the wrong hands. So uh, if like a new dictator was to come along in the future and had this technology, they could create a whole super army of, of humans that could, that could reap negative effects on the world. So it could actually lead to the most, uh, it could actually be a very harmful decision. And um, again, I, that, that plays God on a level that is a lot I think it's a lot higher than uh, than genetically modifying animals. Um, and if Mary Shelley's Frankenstein taught us anything, it's that uh, playing with human life in such a way, in such a way as like playing God, uh, it does reap consequences. Yeah, I think, I think the um, genetically modifi- genetic modification in humans is. I'm, I'm definitely against it for the reason that you said Scott exactly if it gets into the wrong hands we get we're going into the territory of eugenics and you know um people's lives are in danger and that it could people can do terrible things and lead to terrible things with terrible people you know um it would it would have such major impacts on, on the lives of people with disability and um people who have don't have certain features and stuff we end up choosing you know making all the babies however we want them to be and cutting out any genes which are seen as unfavorable in society which 
can lead to huge problems and it's it can it's very can it can very easily go wrong and another thing i think is important is the thing we said designer babies is that the people who have the money you know uh the like the upper classes of society who can afford to have these designer babies are essentially building them building like elite like uh superhumans because they can afford it whereas people who can't uh can, can't can't make these like craft their own babies and then so that's just kind of widening the inequality social inequality which we see mm. which is already huge so it's kind of goes against the it goes against the justice it goes against um non-maleficence and beneficence and and when we look at um like ethical issues you have to look at society as a whole what's the greater effect going to be uh and it would it i think it would be terrible i think it's definitely something that should be avoided at all costs yeah definitely i think i think we got quite a few really good points there actually so just to start off actually on on, on my my point of view for things here is actually uh scott started like with an absolutely amazing point about this idea of, of being god and like how designer babies and crispr technology ultimately uh in the wrong hands could 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 potentially risk the world by giving like someone too much power which could obviously go wrong when like for example if, if given to a dictator it could it, it could definitely go wrong for sure and then when 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 you combine that with actually param's point of inequality which i thought was actually really super by the way um and how the the richest of the rich will just keep on getting better and better and ultimately create this these superhumans we we get the sense that it's obviously not moral and even from an emotional point of view uh we can see that humans aren't meant to be perfect and uh creating and designing a baby using crispr technology and so on is ultimately taking the humanity out of out of a, a homo sapien fundamentally and but then uh, we can also see uh, kind of a utilitarian like ideology here. like we can we can we can appreciate how uh, genetic modification and designer babies can potentially solve a lot of of problems like disability like cancer uh, which are fundamental like problems but then then we see uh, human rights law take 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 uh, part and that's actually quite a big thing for any of you who are looking uh, at this podcast from a more legal standpoint so uh but fundamentally it's not very hard to to, to know this but it's just not legal it's it, it violates all human rights uh law principles and therefore it also violates one of the four pillars which is actually justice therefore it is actually uh it's just wrong like it, it violates the principle of medical ethics i just want to hop back on to the thing you said about disability and i think it, it it's it's often i think mis misconstrued i did a i did a course actually an online course by a university of manchester on disability screening and kind of the ethics behind it of screening babies for disabilities before they're born um like well before um to see whether like if they've got a disability whether people whether parents actually want to go ahead and keep the child and i think a lot of disability activists um kind of have uh have had very bad experiences with the medicine world because we often see certain disabilities as kind of this thing that are like a kind of like a disease almost like kind of like they need to be cured obviously people with disabilities are going to lead a lot harder life than those others but we have to think is that because 
is is that not just because society isn't is not um, well adapted enough, or is society isn't accessible enough for people with disabilities? You know, there's a whole there's a whole deaf there's deaf culture, there's blind culture, and to a lot of disability activists would say that you know modifying genes and babies to, so that these disabilities get rid of it's getting rid of this whole like this 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 whole culture and this whole community that's been built and that people would of, often say like they don't they wish they wouldn't want to be born any other way it's not it's not it's not a, uh something that needs to be cured it's something that society just needs to be more well adapted to um, so I just wanted to add that in because I think that it's important to look at other perspective as well. Yeah, I hadn't even actually considered that. That links quite a lot to social conformity. So actually, if you think about it, if people are going to all start having designer babies, imagine what it would be like for the few that can't afford such technology. And there, there, there would definitely be some problems uh, with that for sure. But that's a very interesting idea. Yeah, like I think that if you were to make designer babies, it would it would put pressure onto uh, other people because uh, it, it sort of make it sort of suggests to these people that the other people are genetically better than them, uh, and I think that sort of pressure is a negative consequence. Finally, we'd say to know for 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 designer babies then, right? Yeah, I I think definitely we've come to a unanimous agreement on that. We had a, a, a unanimous agreement on plants as well. I think animals. I was the only animals, one on, yeah. on, on that. Area. But um, um, I've really enjoyed having a debate today with you guys. Uh, it's been really interesting. We all made some really good points. Yeah, so I think that this was a really interesting topic to choose, and it's always in the news. If you were to search genetic modification and then press the news tab, it comes up with so many different options. And uh, I think it's therefore a really interesting debate because it's such a current issue and it's important to come to a decision as to whether it's moral or immoral. So yeah, thanks everyone for watching. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, if you have any feedback, don't hesitate to comment on our Instagram uh, at Hippocratical Podcast. Um, our email, hippocraticalpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, make sure to follow us on our socials, share this podcast uh, and yeah, let us know what you want to see from us next.